transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. It's never this the show! I need help. Yeah. We all need help. I think it's going to record for real this time. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're going to make it past the eight. Did you get the... Uh, go. Set the... Turn the auto off. Is that, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think do, I did. Do, 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 hey, here we are. It's your boy Yellow Teeth here with DJ Fuckface and DJ Piss. Say what up, boys. <laughs> Beware, right. my friend. Shit winds are coming. That's fucking right. So... Holy uh, shit, shit, This shit, is uh, shit. episode two of episode. our album review uh, titled... Challenging the play. Challenging the play. Uh, this is episode two. Last episode, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't catch it, you should go back and listen to it. It was Whitechapel's newest endeavor called Kin, which uh, we're not going to tell you what we thought about it. You just have to go back and listen to it. Balls. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> uh, so today, DJ Piss, why don't you take it off? Tell them what we're uh, reviewing today. You fucking dingus. All right, we're coming in today with the Animal Collective time skips from February fourth, twenty twenty-two. This is Animal Collective's 11th studio album. Jesus. Yeah, their first since 2016's Painting With, and uh, it marks the return of their synth and other multi-instrumentalist, Deacon, who was not present on Animal Collective's Painting With. We got uh, the original and same four members that have been, I think, on all their releases. A.V. Tear, their multi-instrumentalist and singer. Geologist who does a lot of synth and multi-instrumental, uh, Panda Bear, their uh, drummer, and then the aforementioned Deacon. I was surprised to see a lot of um, uh, more traditional, like rock instruments on this. Yeah. And I don't really follow this group. I'm, if anything, I follow Panda Bear more than I follow Animal Collective. But when I was younger, I definitely did have an Animal Collective fave, uh, phase. But I was like Strawberry Jam and Meriwether Post Pavilion. Oh yeah. And kind of fell off after that. Yeah, have they been experimenting with like real, not real instruments, but you know what I mean, stringed and, and acoustic and shit? I think we're uh, not so much on their albums in between these, but for this one, they uh, they did a show. I think it's called the Sound Lab. It's either in like Nashville or New Orleans or something, okay. but it's a uh, interactive show that they do, like bands do there, and they had to set up like traditional, like more traditional instruments that people could play on while they were doing their live set, and that's where the, a lot of the inspiration for this came from. Huh. All right. Yeah. Do you know yeah. if they actually had anything um, like interactive that they recorded with it from like an audience? Because it definitely sounded like they had something else, uh, I guess, be inserted in there outside of there. Lots of fucking layers, man. Lots of fucking layers. I don't think they took any recordings from the live from the live sets. I think it's all because uh, it was just the three of them uh, without Deacon that did the live show, if I recall correctly. Ah. Yeah, and then. Uh, they recorded this one in isolation, so it was all... They meant to get together to do it, but recorded it all separately and patched it together. Yeah, okay. it was yeah. over the... It was over, started in, like, August 2020 or some shit like that. Yeah, it's a pandemic album, for Yeah, sure. it is definitely a pandemic album. Okay. So we yeah. got... We got, uh... For uh, initial takes, opening statements, we got... Do we have a, uh... A taker? Well, I'll, I'll jump on that. Um... I think, uh... It's... <laughs> Definitely an Animal Collective album. Um, I think it's a COVID album for sure. Just just because that, it, it, I feel like it's them, but it just a, a watered down version essentially. But I think that's possibly because of they're, they're going for a specific style of that interactive. Mm. Um, 
uh, I guess tone or uh, musical instruments that they're shooting for. For sure. Um, I heard I heard a lot of Beatles and Beach Boys influence in here, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting yeah. for uh, Jasper's yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, praise and approval on this. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There, I heard like a ton of Beach Boys in this. And I think that goes along with the theme of the album, uh, with it being called Time Skiffs. The whole thing is about like music existing in nonlinear time. So I think there's a lot of those inspirations. And a lot of people have compared, compared it to their older albums, getting back to you know, like Meriwether meets some other old, really old album. And even the first time I heard it, I thought it sounded a lot, a lot like Feels, uh, which is an older release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I, you know, I went to listen to Feels because I was just like hanging out in the yard one day. Having a nice sunny day uh, with it. I don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, and then I put the new one on, and it was really good. And I said, "This sounds like the Beach Boys." Yeah, uh, my my first impression was definitely Beach Boys heavy, uh, jerking on the cock of Brian Wilson, pretty pretty rough. <laughs> I tried to not. I read some about it, like just a little bit, but I like I said earlier, I'm not a big. I, 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 Animal Collective had their time in my life, I guess, already. Like, I was younger, I did a bunch of acid, I liked doing drugs, and, and they were a fun band to listen to while I did drugs. And uh, I think I just kind of grew out of them. Like, this album really failed to do anything for me. Uh, ultimately, there were, like, a few catchy parts or whatever. Be man. Be man. There are a few parts on it that were like, Mwah. okay, that's decent. And I can, whatever, we'll get into them later. I've got favorite tracks on these favorite tracks. But um, the the whole record just sounded like one... I'm going to I'm gonna say a sounds like right now, even though the sounds likes are for later, but I think it sums Workshop up... Workshop sandwiches! I feel like it sums up everything I uh, could say about this. Sounds like how a circus tent looks. Uh. Yep, that's how I feel. Uh, what do we got? Yeah, Emmett mentioned that the other day that uh, it sound sounds like a circus, like a yeah. trippy circus. Well, and then that leads to a bunch of other fucking sounds likes that I've got too. That yeah. I'll just yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> With that on on the note, I think the second song just uh, it ha- kind of has the like a hammer on pull off type of sound. I can't figure out the instrument on there, but it just kind of reminds me of just a, a quirky. Circus music. It, uh, after the first three songs, oh, it literally blends together. Uh, it sounds more traditional in some spots, like strung with everything. That song yeah. that almost has like uh, the who call and response, my generation type of deal. Oh, it man. literally it just sounds like my generation to me. <laughs> uh, but nothing as extreme as their earlier attempts at, at trippy music. To me, this could have been a Jack White record. If if I wasn't paying attention, you could have told me that if obviously the vocals, but like this could have been like a raconteur's B side or like just a Jack White solo endeavor with just how much instrumentation and layers they Mm -hmm. were using of said like quote unquote traditional or acoustic instruments. Yeah, yeah, it gets like really close to like just like sixties like vintage, I guess like pop, pop kind of jazzy. It really does pop stuff. It really does. Yeah. In a good way, honestly. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's not honestly, bad. I was trying to f- figure out like <laughs> which part of the storyline they were in Dewey Cox, like Walk Hard. Walk Hard, I and totally just, got those vibes too. Just like, okay, there's there's you don't so want much. no part of this, Dewey. <laughs> yeah. There's somewhere either before or after the uh, what is it? The tribal a- African <laughs> orchestra. The like, party of didgeridoos. Yeah. Yeah. Not until you learn to play the fucking theremin. 
That's my favorite line from that movie. No, I totally, I for sure got those vibes hard. Walked hard. <laughs> yeah, I think, and the, uh, I think the drumming plays a big part in that because usually, and especially on painting with, like they do a lot more of their rhythms from like the arpeggios and everything they have going on and more of just like an electronic and really steady beat. And I think their drummer came in uh, with like a separate recording of his drums and everything. Uh, and just wanted to do more traditional drumming. I yeah. think a lot of the feel comes from that. Panda Bear is a very experimental drummer. Yeah, it's cool. And I think, you know, he is really experimental, but it's pretty pretty tight on this one. And, like, songs like, uh, like Prester John, the way it starts, I think when the vocal comes in, it, like, totally spins yeah. the uh, just the whole rhythm of it. It makes the whole feel change. Actually, really, that was... Prester John uh, was probably my favorite song on the record. Yeah, it's... Definitely Not that uh, I didn't like it at first, but it kind of grew on me. I listened yeah. to it probably a third or fourth time. I was like, okay, I, I'm I'm catching on to this. But I guess all the ambient sounds, uh, like intros or For outros, sure. kind of just throw me yeah. off. Like the first song, the first three songs, all like I said, are like distinctive amongst themselves, but they all still kind of have a similar flow. And then after Prester John, which is the third song. I think the next one is strung with everything. The whole vibe of the record just kind of flips. Strung out on strung, something. Strung with everything. <laughs> strung with everything. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're strung out on something making that song. Strung with sure. everything. It's um, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I, we don't have to go into the lyrics just yet. Um, do we have any sponsors that we need to read from? Um, we're moving up in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we have been contacted by several various sponsors, and we're working with them to get ads to you. But we also aren't going to sell ourselves to products that, one, we don't believe in, two, that we we would never think of selling or using ourselves, you know? So if, if you have a product out there, if you have a product out there and that you'd like to peddle it, um, and you think that we would be a good platform for it, and it's something that we might actually use, please, by all means, contact us. Throw it. And we're not above a Nike sponsorship. We're not, a, we're not above all the po- other podcasters uh, getting fucking Liquid Death uh, sponsorships. Liquid Death. We drink pot. Diarrhea. Sponsor me pot. We, I, I, will, I will take all your pot. We, yeah. Marijuana. Okay. If uh, marijuana has any sponsorships, we're down. Liquid Death, we're down. Um, any products or, or that kettles. we use, I'll kettles, take a kettle too. not kettlebells, <laughs> but kettles like for heating up water and making tea with. We're all about making tea oh, here at Mold Brain Radio. A nice brass, brass kettle would be <laughs> wonderful. I fucking love brass kettles. Uh, all right, DJ Piss, uh, take it away with our sponsored readings. All right, today for our sponsor, we have the keyboard for men. Are you tired of trying to find the right caulk for your bathroom remodel with the same keyboard that your wife or your girlfriends use to order decorative pillows? You need the keyboard for men. It's steel reinforced because you never know when hackers or scammers might be trying to attack you. You can turn around, defend yourself. This keyboard is built tough like you. It's got discreet hotkeys for ordering more blue pills and hair restoration jellies. F1 for construction tips, F2 if someone insults your favorite sports team, F3 for insecure rage, and F4 to tell someone who's probably a woman or a beta male directions. There's five <laughs> caps lock keys because you're going to need to be heard in the message boards. There's no back button. There's no question marks. This keyboard is the keyboard for men who are tough. And if you use promo code MOLD today, you'll receive a free carbon fiber mouse 
It is so fast. There's a 12 bearing quick wheel on it. You will be browsing faster than before. I use this and seriously, like I'm making huge orders. I'm making tons in crypto. My health through the roof, man, you gotta get the keyboard for men. I'll if tell you, you really like that mouse too. If you're into WoW, you'll click away faster than the speed of light. Oh man! Oh yeah! I'll tell you, I use both the mouse no and men the keyboard. Do that. But both of those things have not only upped my gaming, but they've upped my shopping to a whole nother level. Like uh, I don't have to ask for directions anymore because I'm not a beta. I'm an alpha. Absolutely. I just know where I'm going. Yeah, and that's why you need. That's why you use the keyboard for men. That's fucking right. Yeah, hardcore gamers are out there. There's no S key. There's no going back. That's this right. thing. This thing is tough. No questions asked. No stones left unturned. Holy shit. All right. I think we're ready to get back into the review. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, brethren and chodes, for uh, listening to our ad reading. We are in the middle of uh, our scathing review of Time Skips, the animal collective record dropped in February. Uh, DJ Piss is really harrowing for the success of this record. And I think DJ Fuckface and Yellow Teeth are a little bit less enthused with it. Uh, favorite tracks? Anybody got favorite tracks? Mine's Prester John. I'll just go with that. Prester John in the last track. Oh, yeah. I won't go super hard, but the last track just reminded me of Fleet Foxes. It, yeah. Fleet Foxes and Bad Bad Not Good, for those of you out there. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, there's a couple of those old tracks, Passerby and both, like, The Last One, Royal, and Desire. Remind me of, like, Shields era, Grizzly Bear. And I was yeah, super down with For sure. Really good. For sure. I think my favorites, definitely Prester John. That song is the shit. And then um, Walker as well. Yeah. I just really like the whole vibe on that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm digging the, the first song. Was that was that one, Walker? Um, uh, Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer, that's right. Yeah, I was, I was digging that one because I feel like I was walking into Sasquatch. And <laughs> it has brought in, like, the whole vibe of what I was going to enjoy with the album uh, and uh yeah that song and the next song after that um oh that keyboard part car keys. yeah car keys the groove uh, to that was they, dope I, I really enjoyed those two songs i really felt like i was wa- walking into sasquatch and uh in a bright sunny day um the the rest of the tracks was kind of more of that beach boys beatles blend <laughs> not sure where, what part of the psychedelic trip if they're going into heroin Fucking if they're coming off, if they're coming off the the acid but uh yeah, I don't know. I, I really really dug those f- first two tracks. Least favorite song, Cherokee. Yep. Cherokee yep, is Cherokee. fucking bullshit. No shit. That yeah. is literally an eighth of the wow. goddamn album. Yeah. Like seven minutes. I can't yeah. believe I'm so... Th- hey, we should get... Is there a hand clap on there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, a chorus of farts. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. 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 I know we went really hard on the lyrics for the last record, and I'm going to try to not go as hard in the future, but the lyrics on this record really do paint a picture of someone who just takes too much acid. (laughs) Yeah, just a really... um... He's there, but he's observing. He's just a pure observer, and it's like it makes me think, like, is he really engaged in his life? Just all the lyrics are from like a, uh, a staring at a painting sort yeah. of fucking perspective. I can't it's, see the forest through the trees. Yeah. Type of, yeah. It, 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 it's it, so empathetic that you're like, can't be in the moment. You're yeah. too in the moment. And yeah. yeah. I, I personally struggle with that is like when I'm especially like having good times, like when all of Old Heart was together this last summer. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was sitting there around all my friends and I'm like, how do I even enjoy this? 
And that's exactly what this album I feel like embodies. It's just like, <laughs> how do I, how how do I even begin to dissect what's happening right now, and then in turn enjoy it? It's difficult. Pork chop sandwiches. It's really fucking difficult. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have difficulty listening to it. I think you know, for better or worse, it's like really chill and like has a yeah. mood. And yeah. if you're not feeling it, I think it could be really boring. But like, uh, I've been in the mood for it lately, and so it just like tickles that fancy. It's like 45 minutes yeah. of being on the right. If the I'm right in the mood for it, Butterfly 3000. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. literally the only thing that's getting like my psychedelic pecker to stand up is Butterfly 3000. And I don't even have a psychedelic pecker. It's a really weird. I love Butterfly 3000. Yeah, it's as well. a good fucking and record. I think they're kind of similar. There's, I mean, I think there's a lot going around with like sort of modular synth sound and like there was a, a lot reoccurring of stuff. There had to have been, and I noticed it today because I, I was the actual first time I was able to sit down and rail the whole album from front to back. I had, I've had to listen to it in chunks, <clears throat> but uh, it has, and I could be wrong, but it sounds. Like it has a reoccurring, like chord progression, that comes in and out of the whole record. And this one, yeah, 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 but it does. Yeah, it, it, I, and I again haven't read much into it. Not really sure, certain think, about that shit. But like I'm, I'm confident from what I was hearing today that there is a reoccurring, much like a Nonagon Infinity, yeah. where it's or. or um, even their most recent record, Butterfly 3000. Yeah, the Shanghai sort of Yeah, thing. Shanghai yeah, coming yeah, back into yeah. um, whatever, sort of track number five or whatever. Yeah, later um, on for sure. This one, yeah, Passerby. Uh, interior People. Yeah, that, it totally yeah. comes back in the middle of Interior People. Yeah. Um, I think like what Passerby and Presser John. Have, and like, Presser John have like, a yeah. thing going on. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I, three chords I can, I can hear in my head right off the bat. Yep, and it's and like ABS. Swings down, uh, downwards <laughs> into like a, maybe a minor, like, and then it'll swing back up into that. That cadence yep. again and mellow the whole mood out. And they just barely touch on it with the the accoutrements around it, but it just alludes to like I've heard this before. Yeah, it's like yeah. a deja vu in an album that uh, you exp- like, yeah. It's it's a it's a nice little deja vu. This is mm-hmm. a great album to to sit down, uh, maybe smoke a few joints. But I don't know. I think uh, having a, a decent amount of LSD or some. Uh, Ecstasy, even yeah. you'd probably have a great yeah. time listening to this. I put a if you like them, then keep your expectations low or continue having the low expectations you already have. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm digging the old shit. Yeah, um, for sure. Mer- Merryweather Post Pavilion feels, feels but that I, just those, those take it over the top. I feel like this is a good creative. <laughs> Good creative endeavor for them as people, and I will always support artists creating, but like from a fan and being shallow, like, nah, nah, I'm good. There's just so much ambient sound, ambient music to it, and a lot of the old stuff, like, I felt like there uh, there was cuts and like silence within more risks. Like, the song. Uh, Way that, more risks. That added yeah. to the song rather than just having more sound to add to the the sound of the song. I, I felt like sometimes less is more. Um, you don't really get that with the album. Yeah, I do hear some like throwbacks in it to their older older records, like like just some of the tones that they're using are like just close enough that like I feel like I'm listening to a song from an old album or like Odd Sack or something. I listen to Strawberry Jam. I I listen to that album uh, from front to back, and then I listen to Meriwether Post Pavilion yeah. front to back. I forgot how much I love the song Bluish. Oh man, yeah, that's Bl- like Bluish is. Bluish and Summertime <laughs> Clothes, both of those songs. I like. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. It's 
it, it helped me rediscover love that I used to have. Yeah. For sure. But it doesn't stop my sounds likes <laughs> from being really mean. <laughs> sounds like the last thing to broke ears before blacking out at a frat party and waking up with this sore asshole. Thank you for burping through that. Uh, sounds like the synthesizers are doing all the work. Hey, Stinky! Sounds like upside down visors and Ray-Ban. <coughs> sounds like your dad's experimental soft rock. <coughs> sounds like what Bush thinks they sound like. <coughs> sounds like, uh, sounds like the Beach Boys branched out to ketamine. Sounds like Brian Wilson's wet dreams. This is my favorite one. Sounds like Sergeant Paper. Wow. Sounds like Sergeant Pepper fucked all the animals on Pet Sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I gave it no five love. out of ten lines of baby laxative. <laughs> 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 Gonna shit yourself in and give yourself a nosebleed. Oh, man. I've got an off-air story I can tell you about uh, baby yeah. laxative. <laughs> Hell yep. yeah. yeah. Wild night on baby laxative. Yeah. And it comes back to Animal Collective as well. It's, Fuck yeah. yeah. All right. You're oh, on yeah. the nose with that one. <laughs> That's good. I am going to come in here before this album gets trashed again. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it my 8.75 out of Hell 10. Hell yeah. Hell it's, yeah, uh, I think it's real. 8, 8.75 bags of popcorn. Uh, I think uh, why, not it's full, just an, why not the full nine though There's .25 <laughs> bags of popcorn you're leaving out Well I might throw in a couple of large sodas Because your mouth is going to get dry from all that popcorn Gang. But I think it's got an awesome mood uh, It was perfect Like when I listened to it I was like oh this is exactly what I wanted to hear Those are the if, best If you're not in the mood for it Yeah it gets a little boring And like pumping it like for a handful of days Since I'm used to like listening to a lot of different records in a day Like it, you know It plays out a little but uh, I definitely think it's a solid release. For sure. Nice. Yeah, um, I'd probably give it... It's better than Ken, I'll tell you that much. Uh, <laughs> I uh, knew that. Yeah, I, I, I'd say 5.5. <laughs> uh, generous to say a 6. Um, but, yeah, that's just probably because that's the amount of grams of mushrooms you're going to need to get through the album. <laughs> yeah, drugs helps. Yeah, yeah, the drugs will really help you enjoy the album. Like, it's it's such a mellow, like, chill, like, ambient sound. Um, if you really... If you're really into just a relaxed time, then, yeah, go, go into it. But if you're into, like, a texture of music and you're going into thinking, maybe I'll get some crazy sounds with Animal Collective that will uh, kind of catch my catch my ear real quick and then sift away like no it's it all kind of just blends together in and out with yeah. a similar thing uh, or similar corporate progression so pork chop sandwiches it's uh it's a thing it's not my thing though i've got my final this might be controversial and i'm really sorry the giant horse cock weighs over 11 pounds Time Skiffs is an exploration into when you were 14 and figured your girlfriend for the first time. If I lived in a nice camper van with a yellow lab and I drove up and down the West Coast playing frisbee golf and surfed all the time, this would be my record. Yeah. If someone... I pooped my pants. I, poop, I almost pooped my pants while listening to this record twice. If someone's parents who really were into the Beatles <laughs> and... Their son was just a surfer boy. Yeah. They did a lot of acid. 
that son made this album. Dude, the Beatles and the Beach Boys like mm-hmm. are so prevalent on this record. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous how authentically they were able to recapture What's like cool that about, area of time. Yeah. Is you hear different versions of both of those bands who like earlier and newer like influences, like especially yeah. with the Beatles, like more psychedelic stuff and more yep. some of their old classic like Yeah. They captured like yeah. they they really if that was their goal, they fucking hit it off, the nail on the head. They For fucking sure. crushed it. Yeah, that first lesson through I was like Oh, this is so Beach Boys. This is right up my alley. This yeah. is Wilson. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'll get down on some Brian Wilson. I like some some pet sounds. I enjoy the Beach Boys. I like his weird shit. Um, <laughs> great albums to have sex to. I highly recommend. But like, uh, yeah, I'm not grimacing. Like it gives me yeah. kind of a, a, a side yeah. smile throughout it. Like it's it's not terrible. If you want to make the girl with dreadlocks that you're dating comfortable enough to have sex with you, I would put on this record. <laughs> That's right. That sounds fair. I think that sounds yeah. pretty damn fair. All right. Catch us next week. Do we have any uh do we have any more uh any more sponsors? We have one just very bump sponsor. Okay, uh, bump sponsor, full sponsorship yeah. coming in later, full ad yeah. read later. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna see what our metrics are like and then see if they give us a full ad read. But we might be picking up the sponsorship from the Matt Gates Baby Gates. They are the first six foot baby gate meant for keeping in children of all ages. All right, be on the lookout for that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, until then, hot dogs, keep your stick on the ice. Your drunk uncle fucked your mother. Hell yeah, brother.